right. I want to get right quick to the word of God because I need us to take time to pray. Today we want to pray. Acts chapter 12 and verse 1 to 17. Acts 12 and verse 1 to 17. Um, You are going to read with me on the screen if we can have it on the screen. The Bible says, now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. Um, I, I probably will explain as I go on so that I can get into uh, what, what uh, um, or, well, maybe let's read first. Next verse. Keep going. Uh, and he killed James, the brother of John, with, uh, with a sword. Next verse. And because he saw that he pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. And then were the days of the unleavened bread. Next verse. And when he had apprehended him, the Bible says he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending that after Easter to bring him forth uh, to the people. Next verse. Peter therefore was kept in prison. But what happened? What happened? Then prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Next verse. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and kept before the door, keep going, and kept in the, in, kept in the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself, bind on thy sandals. So he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garment upon thee and follow me. Next verse. And he went out and followed him, and wist not that it was true which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. Next verse. And when he was, they were past the first and second world, and came unto the iron gate that leaded unto the city, which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through the one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, ah, he said, now I know of a surety, I am certain now, Ayah, that the Lord has sent his angels and has delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. Hmm. Next verse. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Next verse. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to Hakin, named Rhoda. Next verse. And when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. Next verse. And they said unto her, Thou art mad. You are crazy. You are crazy. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, it is his angel. Next verse. But Peter continued knocking. Uh, look at your neighbor say, continue praying. Oh, don't stop. Don't stop praying. 
continued, he said he continued knocking and when he had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. But he, beckoning unto them, declared unto them how the Lord had brought him out of prison. And he said, go show these things uh, unto James and to the brethren. And he departed and went into another, into another place. Maybe continue, because I want to get at something. Continue, let's keep reading. Now, as soon as it was day, there was a small stir among the soldiers. What was become of Peter? Hmm. There's a reason because we're going to pray this scripture on some Herods today. Mm. And when Herod had sought for him and found him not, he examined the keepers and commanded that they all should be put to death. And he went down from Judea to Caesarea and there abode. Next verse. And Herod was highly displeased with Tyre and Sidon. But came with one accord to him, having made Blastos, the king's chamberlain, their friend. Next verse. And desired peace because their country was nourished by the king's country. And upon a set day, Herod arrayed in a royal apparel and sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them. The same Herod that took James, killed him, and now took Peter. The same Herod. And the people gave a shout saying it is the voice of a god and not of a man next verse and immediately ah there will be an immediate answer this morning okay. every hero troubling south africa there will be an immediate response he said and immediately the angel of the lord smote him because he gave not god the glory and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost hmm. but the word of god grew Ayabada. Oh, and the word of God grew and what else? Multiply. Father, bless the ministration of your word. In Jesus' name and the church say, Amen. I landed in Santorini on Wednesday. Uh, we took off on Tuesday night. Landed in Santorini on Wednesday. And um, I, I began to call all our guest speakers. Called, uh, you know, uh, no, I sent them a message sent Apostle Nikki a message, sent uh, Apostle Eden Constance a message, sent um, uh, Pastor Ike a message, sent Apostle Joshua Selman a message. I sent all of them a message, you know, just to thank them. Sent, you know, a message out to say thank you, uh, uh, Dr. David Ogwili, my spiritual father. You know, so we sent out a message. And immediately I got a response from Apostle Eden Constance. And he said to me, you know, man of God, my heart is broken because one of my son has just been shot. And he was shot while he was preaching. I said, what? And then all of it, after a while, I got, I got one of the counselors in Rosettenville sent me a message saying, Apostle, we, we just lost a prophet, a man of God who was preaching on the altar. And then I got a call from uh, Colin Macabella, the speaker of the city of Joburg, saying that this also has happened. I said, what? And man, I was displeased. And then I, yesterday, I went to preach for Reverend Chris Matebula um, in his conference, and I came back. Um, there, was, uh, there was a wedding that we had yesterday afternoon. I came back in the morning after I finished preaching, went back home to rest so I could come back for the wedding. 
And as I took my phone, turned to Facebook, it was the funeral of this young man. And I watched the funeral. And I said, how can we be here? And a herald took one of our soldiers. Listen, if you rejoice at the fall of a man of God, you are not normal. You are sick in your spirit. You need healing. It displeased me so much that it led me to this message this morning. And as a church, a governmental church, we are going to legislate some things this morning. I came here with a warfare mind. I, I came here to decrease some things. Some people who are involved in this must fall. They must fall. They must fall. Uh -uh. I refuse. I refuse that somebody will take one of God's servants and be free walking around as if nothing happened. They are going down for his sake. I said they are going down for his sake. I don't know the young man, but I, I know that he is in my father's kingdom. He is a preacher of the gospel of our Lord Jesus. And whoever will partook of the killing of that young man, we declare in seven days, they are going down. They are going down. Ah, my God. Lord, deliver your church. That's the title of my message. It's the title of my message this morning. Lord, deliver your church. It's, we, we've been hearing so much news now that robbers are breaking into churches. Uh, it wasn't about a month prior to the killing of this young man that armed robbers went into a church in Durban while the man of God was preaching. How many of you saw that video all over? It was all over social media. Went into a church and, and took offering, put guns, and everybody laid them down, and, and they, they all surrendered and these people walked away it's as if that the church of jesus is powerless it's as if satan is more powerful than god but i think it's because the church does not understand that we are in a warfare ah oh man your amen your amen i i hope my going to santorini did not diminish your amen it's as if there is no power in the church anymore that a time must come when robbers get in here. As soon as they get to the door, they freeze. They should freeze. No robber should confidently walk into the house of the Lord. It's not the house of a man. It's the house of God. For goodness sake, it's not the house of uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa. It's the house of Jehovah, the creator of heaven and earth. It's his house. That robbers can come in and confidently do what they need to do and walk out and go scot-free. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We are legislating today. Uh-uh. 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 And I'm not here for mercy. I am tired of praying mercy prayers. The same way worm came and ate up Herod. Everyone involved in robbing churches will be eaten up in the name of Jesus. It's, it's not supposed to be. How, how, can we, how can we sit and watch how these things are happening and we are quiet? And it's not bothering us.
can just put that for me in the, in the amplified version on the screen. Uh, the Bible says that, you know, uh, go, go to verse 1. Let's go back to verse 1. The Bible says about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to afflict, to oppress and torment some who belonged to the church. His aim was to trouble the church because they were talking about Jesus Christ as their king. And, and because he wants to trouble the church, he has to look for strategic I want you to know that Satan is very strategic. Uh, are you here? Satan is very strategic. He knows that if he wants to disturb a church, he doesn't have to disturb everybody. No. He takes strategic people. He goes to Satan. And I pray for you that you will be among the Satan. You didn't receive that prayer. May you be among the Satan. That when Satan wants to trouble the church, he will look for you. Uh -uh, uh -uh. You see, you, you see fear. You, you see people who it will be a shame that Satan wants to trouble the church and he leaves you. You you are useless. That's what it means. I'm I'm telling you in literal English that you are what? taught warfare. Uh, we, we like this easy Christianity, wake up sipping coffee, orange and juice and uh, you know, wake up and say thank God and God I thank you with, with some American accent and, and, and that is prayer. Two minutes prayer and you walk out of the house and think all is well. You are not a threat to the devil. Uh, he wanted to trouble the church. He said, I, I can't look for the thousands of people in House of Treasure. Let me not waste my time with all of them. Let me not waste my time with all the Christians in South Africa. There are a few that if I can get hold of, then I means that I've gotten the church. So he looks for strategic people. That's why if Satan is not troubling you, beloved, you go, go and pray. If you, hey, 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 hold on. If you are living your Christian life and you don't have problems, go and, hey, go and, go and fast. You should wake up in the morning and say, why don't I have trouble? Hello, church. Are we here? I am the one preaching. I told you I don't have challenges. I am challenges. Apostle, do you face challenges? I don't face challenges. Me, I am challenges. It surprises me when in one day, I don't get something that will make me, Lord, what's going on? And begin to bind and loose. Are we together? Those are the things that drive me up and I pray three hours, four hours before I see you. Before I wake up. Some of you dashed out of the bed, dashed into your car and head to Midran. And Satan has planned an accident in something on your way to Midran. And you didn't pray. I have to secure you before you get there. Am I communicating somebody? You better wake up and smell the coffee. This bread and butter Christianity is not. It's not you, 
prepare for war. We are in a battle. This is a warfare. The earlier church is taught warfare, the better for you. Listen, the Bible says you are more than conquerors. A conqueror is somebody that went to battle and fought and did what? And won. You are now more than a conqueror. What makes you think there is no fight? What makes you think that you will just wake up, be a Christian, sip coffee, don't fast, don't pray, just get out and then that will happen? No, it doesn't. From the days of John the Baptist, even until when, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and only the violent can get it by force. It's not taken by coffee and tea. It is taken by force. If you have to take anything, it's by fire. You must take it by force. Satan doesn't want you to get married. And you are drinking coffee. Uh-uh. Wake up, break Where is my husband? Husband, where are you? I desire to be married. So Satan, let that boy go. Let that man go wherever he is. If he's in Santorini, get him here. If he's in Paris, get him here. If he's in America, get him here. If he's in KwaZulu Natal, let him meet me now. Am I talking to... Oh, man. How can you be comfortable in mess? How dare you? You are broken. You are still walking up, begging for money. And you are drinking coffee. Are you okay? What is wrong with you? Uh-uh. Boy, a day came, I borrowed money from my wife's ex-boyfriend. My late wife's ex-boyfriend. Have you heard that story? After I borrowed the money, what did I do? Did I drink coffee? No. Eh, eh. I went on a three-day drive fast. Boy, you know, <laughs> oh, may you, may, I don't want to pray that prayer for you. Some of you need to wake up. You need a herald in your life. Honestly speaking. I don't know what is going on with the church. We are too comfortable. We are too relaxed. Prayer, I mean, alarm can wake you up to pray. You are not serious. With all these devils, devil doesn't want you happy. You get pregnant, he gives you miscarriage. You get a car, he causes it to get accident. You get a business, they repossess it. You get a house, they bank his family. Hey, uh-uh. Only the violent take get it by force. Don't be comfortable in mess. No, I get tired of failure. I, I can't stand failure. I can't. One of the reasons I drive up to pray is because number one, I love God. But number two, most of all, I hate failure. It's one of the reasons I can't commit adultery. I can't. Even if you bring 25 Beyonce, let them get naked from in my front. I will run. Because I hate to fail. And I happen to know from track record, every one of the people I know in adultery, all of them failed in ministry. There is no one pastor that I know of that was involved in adultery that his ministry survived. Because a third party in your marriage will take you down. You are not hearing me. Did you hear what I just said? A third party in your marriage will take you down. God gave you a wife so he can transmit favor to you. And once you bring in a third woman, that woman will crash that favor. 
man I know cheating on their wife that is successful. Even look at unbelievers. Many of the unbelievers who are successful today, have you heard any scandal on Bill Gates that he was with another girl in a hotel? Eh, eh. They don't mix together. Because as you are leaving church now, you are planned with Sibongile somewhere. You tell your wife, I have a business meeting. Meanwhile, you are going to meet. May the Lord deliver you. Ay, 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 ay. No, no. Uh -uh. I, I, I was telling them in Pastor Chris's church yesterday, uh, Hope Restoration Ministry. I said, when they say a man is committing adultery, I can't understand you. Like you are speaking Greek to me. You are speaking a foreign language. Something I, I don't know where you got from. As a child of God, cheating on your wife, are you okay? Or cheating on your husband? Where did we go wrong? Where? My friend, you better wake up. This is a battle. We are in a battle. This is not time to begin to consider your flesh. You're going to some of these places and buying those battery apparatus that operates and vibrates. Eh, eh, this is not the time. This is time for war. Instead of you to prepare for war, you are vibrating yourself. Hey, Jesus. Imagine in the middle of battle, you put your gun down and start vibrating. Hey. Where, 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 what is wrong with us? What has gone wrong with the church? Beloved, when you keep masturbating, you, are, you literally place yourself in the hand of Satan. Torment your life. I am talking, listen, I have done studies on this thing. It's impossible for you to consistently masturbate and not have a spirit husband. It's impossible. Hey, whether man or woman, if you are a man, you will have a spirit wife. It's impossible. And you see, once you put yourself in that chain, it will take Jehovah to get you out. It will take Jehovah. But today, you will be delivered completely. I say you shall be delivered completely. A day came in the body of Christ when a man of God said that masturbation is not a sin and that Christians can do it. I, uh, that has led many people down the drain. Down the, people are fighting spirits that have kept them in chains. Satan is not a, a, your playmate. Uh -uh. He's called wicked spirit. He's looking for ways to bind you. He's looking for ways to put you in chains. He said, Don't you, can't you find out that everything evil that you do, coming out is a problem? Look at those who drink alcohol. They pray fast, next day they go back to the bar. Because Satan does not let go. Once he has entered, he, to come out is a problem. Take, check everything you have been doing evil. Try coming out. Try coming out. Those of you who are involved in premarital sex, you are sleeping with somebody you are not married to now. Try breaking up. It's almost impossible. Because Satan, Satan now is involved. Hello? Hello? Are you here? I know you won't like me this morning. You thought we would just kill Herod immediately. No. We need to kill your flesh first. 
Oh, let's shoot Herod. Let's let warm eat up Herod. There is no point killing Herod when another one will arise and deal with you. Amen, somebody. Let's deal with your flesh first. Are we together, church? Let's conquer the flesh. For to be carnally minded is what? Death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Life and peace. You, you, can't, you can't hand yourself over to the devil and expect him to just, oh, you know, yeah, I still go to church. No. You see, you know, I just heard in the heart of someone. He says, but apostle, how come there are people who do all these things and things are going well? Let me talk to you. You ask that question in your heart now. I don't know who you are. But the Lord just whispered that to you. You see, when Satan has someone, he doesn't bother with them. Because he knows he can kill them anytime. If you are a child of God, he can't just kill you. No, he can't. He can't. He tried it with Job. When he went to kill Job, many times he tried. When now God approached him, he said, ah, is it not because you have built a hedge around him? Satan told God, you, have you, you build something, meaning that I have tried before. Before me and you are discussing, I have been trying, but I couldn't get through. Just bring it down and see. So Satan doesn't just get you, no. The Bible says, he wanted to trouble the church. And he decided that I'm going to take certain people and deal with them. The Bible says he took John, James, the brother of John. And the Bible says he slaughtered him with the sword. And the Bible say also says that he saw that he pleased the Jews. Do you know there are people that are happy that this young man died? Believe me. Some people are excited. Oh, let's see now. This is their church thing. Is he not preaching when he died? Don't think that everybody is happy for you. I don't know why many of you open up to everyone. Not everybody is happy for you. Christians, look at your neighbor, preach to them for me, please. Tell them, not everybody is happy for you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Stop going around as if everybody is your friend. It's a lie. It's a lie. Beloved, it's a lie. It's a lie. I told you of the story of a young man, uh, a sister that, you know, in Nigeria, back home in Nigeria, got married to this guy and they kept having a fight, kept having a fight and she would run to her best friend and say, hey, you know, me and my husband, this, this, this. And she kept saying, leave him. He's a fool. He's a this. He's an idiot. He's a stupid. He's this, he's that, he's that. Eventually, those words got in and she packed her load and left the guy. Next thing she heard, the, the friend was doing wedding. Her best friend. She decided to tune in on live Facebook. Guess who is marrying? Her ex-husband. The one that has been advising you to leave. Now marry the person that he told you to leave. Prophesy again to the next person on the other side. Say, not everybody is your friend. Yeah. Not everyone, please. Not everyone is your friend. Stop making everybody your friend. Are we together, church? Not everybody is your friend. 
Don't bring people to a place that they are not qualified to. In God's, in God's uh, uh, you know, um, tabernacle, there is three compartments. The outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies. He doesn't allow everybody in the holy of holies. Otherwise, you will die. In fact, your, your, Jesus, thank you, Holy Ghost. Your entrance into the holy of holies is based on holiness. It's based on what? Holiness. That means the holier you are, that's when God allows you to that space. Don't take on holy people. The Bible says, give not holy things to dogs. Don't cast your purse before swine, lest they trample on it. Are we together, church? Many of us have, we just build friendships that are destroying our lives every day. Man, Reverend Chris said something yesterday. He said, if you want to build a good name, man, that message blessed me. He said, because he preached before I preached. He said, one of the ways to build a good name is, to, is, is relationships, the kind of friends you have. The reason you have a bad name today is the people you associate with. Not that you are bad, but the friends you keep. Your associations. All your friends are slave queens. And you want to have a good name? Uh -uh. No husband will trust you. When we check all the Facebook slave queens, you are beside them. And you want me to trust you? I can't. Uh -uh. No. I can't. You must build quality relationships. Have friends that are quality. Keep, men, follow your father. Do you see the kind of friends I keep? Have you seen a non-entity here? Eh -eh. No. I don't have useless friends. My friendship is based on your relationship with Christ. If I don't find that you qualify, you will just be a, a counterpart. In ministry. Uh -uh. I don't mind you being a man of God. Yes, you are. But to say you are my friend. Nah. Nah. No, 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 no. You must qualify to be my friend. I'm not a useless man. Oh, no. I'm not an anyhow man. You look at me, you know this man is together. Don't go and make friends anyhow. Pick up one idiot on the street. He's my friend. Are you okay? No. Make quality friends. Who are the kind of friends you keep? What kind of relationship are you keeping now? Somebody said something. Was it, who was that? I don't know if it was Dr. Miles Morrow before he died or John Maxwell. I know there was a book I was reading. One of their books. You know, these guys are on leadership. He said something. He says, your net worth, if you calculate the five friends you have, that's your net worth. If we look at the see, if you are in trouble today, who are the first five people we will call? That's your net worth. All your friends. You have friends that you are, you are sharing cigarettes. You smoke half, they smoke half. What kind of, who, who is your father? Look at the kind of friend you have. A friend that can't even buy one stick. I mean, cigarette is bad enough. But now this guy can't even buy complete stick. He has to share half-half. Cigarette. That's the kind of friend you are keeping. Are we together, church? 
if I don't finish this message, we will finish another day. But man, something must change in your mindset. You must live here different. After service today, you will delete some useless people out of your phone. Get them out. You don't need them. You don't need them. Uh-uh. You don't, you don't need, there are people you don't need in your life. No. You don't need them. Let me, this is my message. Anyway, where are we? So, Herod decides that he wants to, I have not even left verse 1. Just because of some people here. You are in a church and Satan is not bothered about you. He wants to trouble house of treasures. He has to look for Apostle Felix. Look for somebody else that is relevant. Not you. You should be ashamed of yourself. Satan must look for you every day. Ooh, the amen went. <laughs> Apostle, Satan. Satan. I don't want Satan to look for me. Hey, Satan, come. Woza. Woza. We are ready. <laughs> amen. We, we are ready. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for a fight anytime. Araga Badaya. My wife, we were on holiday. My wife was saying to me, baby, what is wrong with you? We were on holiday one time with Hannah. They were, so we went, they went to swim. So while they were swimming, I was by the side, you know, because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Some of us believe that water was meant for fishes. Mm. So I was by the side and I braga de gebo de bregadesh rebobo grebedesh. My wife asked me, baby, what is wrong? We are we are on holiday, we are not in a battle. I said, No, we are in a battle. Two of you are swimming. It's a battle. What if Satan meets you guys there? They swam for close to one hour, thirty minutes. I was bragogo jakra begedu bragada. Ragi gagazu galada. Just now you are quiet. Hannah will just... Eh. Where is Hannah? We can't find her. You can't find what? No. My friend, you must be battle ready every time. I'll be driving like this just all of a sudden. Just driving so that if there was a devil on the way, let him get out of the way. Let him tell out. I'm, I can't deal with you, Satan. You are too small for me to, to be troubled. Are we together, somebody? Don't be the kind of Christian that Satan does not need. When he's looking for, he should look for you. Hey, that, that, that man just signed a check, just gave House of Treasures 100,000. Let's trouble him. That's when we know you are serious. But you see, I want to tell you something. God is more powerful than the devil. They, they don't even compare. Don't, don't, so don't be afraid that if Satan comes against you, if I will say, if God be for you. Somebody holler the last sentence. Who can be against you? So don't be afraid. I, man, I, I'm stuck in verse 1. Please put it back. Put back my scripture. My God. Oh, Jesus. Acts chapter 12. So, Herod wanted to verse the church, afflict, oppress, and torment the church. The Bible says, next verse. So, he took, he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. He took James, strategic man. 
You remember James? James was the brother of John who their mother came to Jesus and said, uh, Jesus, make my children want to sit on your right and to sit on your left in your kingdom. Jesus said, uh -uh, I'm not the one that gives that position. That guy. So he, he Satan is strategic, man. He took henchmen. He went to James. Took him, killed him. Now the church woke up. They decided to pray. <laughs> I uh, put back my scripture. Stop showing me. I'm not. Uh... He said, when he saw that he pleased the Jews, he proceeded. That's how Satan works. When he does one damage and nobody prays, he will proceed to the next one. That's why you are having woes upon woes. Stop. You are not praying. You are not. When was the last time you had a one-hour prayer? When was the last time you had a two-hour prayer? You think you will just conceive a vision and Satan will let it be? Oh, I registered a business, Sibongile uh, Dry Cleaners. Uh-uh. Satan will make sure you don't even dry clean a button. Nobody will bring button to you to dry clean. How much more clothes? Not a zip. When he saw that he pleased the Jews, he proceeded and arrested Peter. And it was during the days of the unleavened bread, the Easter period. Next verse. And the Bible said when he assisted him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads. Now a squad of soldiers is four men. So 16 soldiers were guarding one man. Meanwhile, there were thousands in the church. <laughs> thousands in the church. And Satan is looking for one man. And you are not bothered. May I bet the man Satan is looking for? Pray that prayer for yourself. Say in the name of Jesus. May I be the person Satan is looking for? Oh yeah. Don't be scared. No, you are my son. You are my daughter. Don't be scared. <laughs> I'm telling you. He says, he says he seized him and put him among these 16 soldiers. Next verse. Keep going. So Peter was kept in prison, but fervent prayer for him was persistently made. Look at the description. <laughs> fervent, persistent, and made. Somebody say made. They didn't just offer prayer. They manufactured prayer. <laughs> you know, just like you will come out and say, Apple made this, this food. These guys didn't offer prayer. They manufactured. The same way you are seeing this phone in my hand. They manufactured prayer. You are going to manufacture one today. We will manufacture some prayers. Some people must die. So they stole a car of one of our sisters in this church. And she called me. I said, hey. How? I said, in seven days, they are dead. All dead men. And she called me back. He said they caught all of them and they were shot to death. The four of them were shot to death. I don't know, if, is that sister in church? If you are, just wave at me. I don't know if she's in church today. Man, Dick, we, we will manufacture. Uh -uh. No, I'm tired of it. Hey, somebody just walk into church, point gun at a pastor. How? Is God dead? No! Are there no angels? Is there no bomb in Gilead? 
Are there no physicians there? Why then is the health of the daughters of my people not delivered? How can we be sitting in church? Now, now church, look at this. Do you know that the church that that Dwayne guy was preaching, he's a Dwayne Gordon prophet. Do you know that the next Sunday nobody went back to church? For fear. Because that's the plan of the devil. He, he didn't kill that guy because he wanted the guy. No. He wanted to make sure nobody goes back to that church. If you don't have wisdom, you see, that's why many of you, you know, when, when you look at Satan, don't look at him as somebody who just does one thing. In the back of Satan's mind, he has a plan. He has a plan. The plan is that nobody goes back to church the next day. People will be afraid. People will be afraid. And I want to say to you, please don't live in fear. Listen. Let me say that again. Fear is not from God. The Bible says without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. What faith is to God is what fear is to Satan. So that means you cannot get Satan to move in your direction unless you are afraid. Same way faith draws God is the same way fear draws Satan. I, what scripture is that? Give me uh, Job 3.25. Put it for us on the screen. Job 3.25. Everybody look up the screen and, and read with me. Read it as loud as you can. For the thing which I greatly fear comes upon me. And that which I'm afraid of did what? Befalls me. Fear draws on. If Job was not afraid, I promise you, Satan, even when God lowered the guard, the hedge, Satan cannot get through. Because faith on, faith on his own. The Bible says, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall quench all the fiery darts of the devil. Taking the shield. Faith is a shield. Satan just don't get through to everybody. When he comes and you are not in fear, he goes away. He requires your fear. Don't be afraid. Because the whole plan is Satan wants to send fear to churches. Guys, sit at home. Don't go to church. Robbers are robbing churches. We are going to pray today. Any robber that dares this church dies in 24 hours. In, in fact, before they, while they are planning, they will be shot. I am not praying mercy prayer anymore. No, 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 no. How can you become a mayhem to the church? No, not the church of my father. And I say, if you are an arm robber here, in 24 hours, you, if you don't repent in this service, you are a dead man. If I'm a man of God, if before the God whom I stand, any arm robber that dares this church is dead in the name of Jesus. We can't keep quiet anymore. What is going on? Hmm. And so the Bible says he delivered Peter to four quarters of soldiers and then obviously intending to go and kill him. But prayer was made by the church. Prayer was made. Somebody say prayer was made. Say it like you are serious. Prayer was made. 
Somebody say it. Say, I will make prayer today. Say it like you are serious. I will manufacture prayer today. Say, prayer was made by the church unto Peter, uh, for him, unto God. The Bible said the next thing, <laughs> next verse, please keep going, keep going. The Bible said that very night, Kabashataya, before Herod could take action, any, oh man, Lord, I legislate again from this altar. Any robber that plans to visit any church in South Africa, Rego Sobala, Baba Suze, Sekuntu Bigidi, Baba Kuzumba Kiada, Akito Fiso Kilo, Kikikula, Kilakataya, Kakiso Kombe, Kekusu Balikonde. We command judgment, instant judgment. Now! Hey! We command judgment now! In the name of Jesus! before Herod could bring forth his action Peter was sleeping between two soldiers fasting with chains sentries before the door were guarding prison guarding the prison and suddenly suddenly Lord send your angels back to the churches Jesus send your angels Lord we are tired of this harassment Lord Jesus I pray unto you from this altar. I pray unto you. Father, hear me. You always hear me. Father, send your angels back to the churches in our nation. Send your angels. The Bible says, a light shone in the place where he was. The angel gently smote him on the side. Get up quickly. The angel touched Peter. Get up quickly. The first thing that answered was not Peter. <laughs> the first thing that answered was what? What answered first? Are you here? <laughs> Angel touches a man. Get up quickly. It's not Peter that woke up first. The chains answered first. Everything keeping you down must answer today. Whatever is keeping you down, whatever they have changed you with, must answer now. I command every chain broken, every chain turning you to poverty, to sickness, to disease, to lack, to any form of evil. I command them broken, be broken, be broken in the name of Jesus. The chain answered first. To break every chain, to break every chain. Ah. There is power in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody sing it. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power, there is power in the name of Jesus. Church, the chain answered first. Because chains from hell 
cannot stand God's presence. That's why we need the... One of the reasons for all this mayhem and mess is that many churches, God is not there. God is not there. God is not there. Let the presence of the Lord return back to the church. May you so value the presence of God that you will not allow your temple to be messed up. I don't want to lose his presence. I love his presence. I don't want to be found committing adultery in his presence. I don't want to be found doing all kinds of crooked things, stealing, lying, cheating in his presence. I love his presence. That's all I need. I don't need money. I need his presence. Because when I'm in his presence, everything follows. I don't want to lose his presence. Be mindful of his presence. Be mindful of his presence. Are we together, church? The Bible says, the chains answered, the angel said, tighten your belt, bind your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your outer garment around you and follow me. Next verse. Peter went out along following him and he was con not conscious. So Peter still thought that this was a joke, that this was a dream. It was a vision. This one, how can this be? I mean, church, you know, when one bad thing has happened to one person, you will always, everybody thought that Peter was not going to come out. Including the people praying. Can I tell you something? Those people praying for Peter, they were not praying for his deliverance. They were praying that God will help them to accommodate the death of Peter. That's how the church has gone weak. You know how I know? Because when Peter came out <laughs> and went to the place where they were doing the prayer, the people said it's not him. How can you be praying and you, the person you are praying for comes out and you begin to doubt? Meaning that they were not praying for his deliverance. They were praying, Lord, help us. James is gone, not Peter again. How give us the grace to, to bear this morning of the death of Peter. Give us grace. But that's not how God operates. That's not how God operates. I'll say it again. Everyone that was involved in the shooting of that man, that young man, Father, as the Lord liveth, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, let vengeance, the Bible says vengeance belongs to the Lord. Let vengeance be released today. Instant vengeance. Let instant vengeance. Instant vengeance. Instant vengeance. Jesus, instant vengeance. In the name of Jesus. There must be something that will bring fear to these people. Something needs to bring fear. We can't just, because you see, the moment they succeed in one, they will go for another. And let me tell you, this time if they go, they're not going to go for a young prophet. They're going to go for a father that has a voice. You see, Satan understands that the realm of the spirits has gradients. I hope you know. There are levels. There are men who carry authority over nations. 
men who if they speak, God must do something. So he doesn't just go for everybody. He went for James, a lower apostle. After that, went for the biggest apostle. That's how he works. But before he proceeds to any other apostle, we must make sure they are eaten up by ones. They are eaten up, finished and clad. They must be eaten up by ones in the name of Jesus. Let me finish this thing so we can pray. The Bible says they passed through the first guard, second gate, and came to the iron gate which leads to the city. And it opened. You see what the presence of God does. The presence of God makes things to respond. Be, see, be conscious of his presence. The reason why things are not responding to you is because you don't have his presence. The angel was with this man. The angel never spoke to the chain, never spoke to the first gate, never spoke to the second gate, never spoke to the iron gate. As soon as they saw his presence, he said the sea saw him and fled. The mountain saw him and began to skip like rams. What a lady, O mountain. Why fledest thou, O sea? He said, tremble thou at the presence of the Lord. <laughs> they tremble at his presence. Guard his presence. Stop doing things that drive away God from you. Stop the adultery. Stop the fornication. Stop the things that drive God away from you. How can God be watching you fiddling with yourself with your toys and your hand? Stop doing those things. You're driving God away. Things answer to him. Listen, church. Man. I don't want to share testimonies. Because that would take me time. But, man. The way things answer to this ministry is not normal. It's not normal. It's not. It's not. Beloved, please be, be careful with your life. I, I, I don't, this weak Christianity that we have is causing the devil to look like he's victorious more than Christians. How can we have God's people not gaining ground and Satan's people are gaining ground? Because they're doing everything to keep Satan's presence. And we are doing everything to drive away God. Everything to drive away God. By the time you are sitting and getting drunk, God is watching you. My son, didn't you hear me in the Bible say that give alcohol to him that is ready to perish? Didn't you hear me say that? They say, we're just doing things that drive God away from us. And when I preach this thing, you like apostle, eh, eh. that's why people are talking against me. Somebody, one stupid boy sent me a message. You are, you are busy on holiday in Santorini when some people are broke in your church. I taught them how to be rich. If they don't want to receive it, it's not my money that will make them rich. If I give you a million rand now where you are, with the stupid things you are doing, you will be broke in less than a week. It's not the money. Listen, money does not make a man rich. Can I talk to you? True riches is not money. True riches is God's presence on a man. That brings money. True riches. True riches is not, it's not when I, uh -uh. True riches is the presence.
of God on a man. Hard, you, things, see, <laughs> look at this. Peter is walking with angel. First thing, angel touched him. Chain fell off. Next thing, they got to first gate. Put this in the King James. First gate, they know, including Peter, never spoke to the gate. The presence of God just <laughs> gate so presence. Hey, who's that? Even gates can see. Metals can hear. They can see the presence of God. They saw presence. They passed the first gate. Who is this guy on the screen? I say, give me King James. The first gate, gate open. Second gate, gate open. Then now they got to the last one, iron gate that led to the city. What happened? Everybody read it. What happened? It opened to them. How? By himself. All this every day I'm talking to gates. Eh -eh. You don't talk, carry his presence. Go to interview with his presence. Go apply for tender with his presence. Run your business with his presence. Am I communicating today? Carry his presence. And you see how things just respond to you. Things just answer to you. I walked out of the hotel in Paris. Left my wife in the hotel. Got out of the hotel. I was walking to a shopping mall called Lafayette. Something Lafayette. Whatever. What? Lafayette, whatever. There is something Lafayette. I can't remember the full name. So I'm walking to the mall. I just took two steps out of the hotel. A car stopped. He said, sir, excuse me. I said, he said, do you, uh, come on, uh, something uh, Francais. Do you, that's, do you speak French? I said, no, English. He said, okay, me. Uh, uh, Lafayette, uh, Lafayette something. I said, okay, that's the mall I'm going to. Are you looking for direction? He showed me a map. I said, yeah. He said, okay, enter my car. Take me there. I took this guy there. Son, I, I just parked. He parked the car when we got to Lafayette. Pulled out three expensive wristwatches. Brand new in the box. And said, please take it. I said, even in Paris. Even in, I have them on my desk. Even in Paris, where I don't, I don't know their language. I told my, I called my wife. I said, my wife said to me, baby, what is sitting on you? Because when you carry his presence, everything answers to you. Am I talking to somebody here? Handed me three brand new expensive. They are on my desk right now. I brought them to church. Please stop playing games. I am, I, I, can I kneel down? I beg you in the name of the Lord, stop playing games. Be a genuine Christian. Obey God and his word. Please, I'm begging you. So that you are not stuck in life. I can never be stuck as I am. I can't. I can't. Everywhere I go, everywhere. I was told you guys, I was walking in New York, Walked into Apple, met a guy from South Africa. Hey, man of God, I've been looking for you. What are you doing here? I said, I want to buy my wife a new phone. Instant, not tomorrow, 
instanter transferred 30,000 rand from FMB to FMB into my account in Apple in New York. Nine, almost 13, 14 hours flight from here. Everywhere. You are busy running around some boys and girls. Messing up your life. Take off your zip for trousers for this, for that. All the slave queens know the size of your private part. You are, you are, you are, you are, uh, Felix, Felix, be nice, be nice. You cannot, you cannot carry God's presence like that. The iron gate opened of its own accord when they saw the presence. Open. The Bible says, forthwith, the angel departed. We're going to pray today. We're going to pray. Before we do that, everybody sit. I want to make sure that there is no unbeliever here. There is nobody here that has... Bow your heads, close your eyes, quickly. Quickly. Listen, we are not playing games here. I beg you in the name of the Lord, if you are not born again, respond to this call immediately. This is not time to play games. Jesus is coming back. You don't want to die and go to hell. South Africa now has become a war zone. You are not even sure what will happen to you when you leave your house. So many crazy human beings have guns with them. Every day now there is, there is, a, there is a heist or whatever they call it with the, the cars, that, the vans that carry money. All kinds of, you know, crime that is going on. You need to secure your life in Christ. Listen, when you are in Christ, you don't die. You transit. The, the worst thing Satan can do to any human being is to kill them and take them to hell. But he can't do that to a child of God. Because a child of God, the moment you die, you are not going to hell. You are going to heaven. This morning, every head bowed, all eyes closed, nobody descended.